0: To honest talk about heartbreak, dating, and relationships.
1: Relationships. The podcast helping you navigate your path to happy ever after with your host Rob McPhillips.
2: Where we left with was uh, clarity was over over good, but clarity in itself doesn't lead to results. Clarity tells you what you need to do. Mm. Clarity helps you see how to navigate and what what to do so um so the steps from clarity to confidence okay i think in every journey there's a problem it starts with a problem it's a bit like the hero's journey there's there's some problem and is there's either a a, it's usually a problem that someone recognizes like someone feels unhappy in their situation, um, or they want something and they can't get. And the problem is that the framework that we're operating from breaks at the point of what we want. So the f- so whatever results we've got, we have the framework built for that. But if we upgrade our expectations and what we want, that's what the point at which our framework meaning the assumptions the beliefs and the expectations that we want that's the point where that framework breaks so where we have a problem it's because what we want or the challenge that we're facing has broken the model that we're working with does that make sense yeah most journeys like journeys of growth begin with a problem and that problem is that the the framework's broken now uh when we're looking at the relationship journey there's a whole economic model that's built on the way things were so when you look at the media of cosmo all of those types of magazines they're built on these are the tips to get you get get them get your man um uh, car adverts and watch adverts are built on this is the car and this is the watch and this is the deodorant that's going to or the aftershave that's going to have women falling at your feet so there's that model there's inertia of it's always harder to change than just to stay as it is. Um, There's also the thing of people don't want to hurt your feelings. So people often don't tell you the truth. um, And it's, oh, yeah, it was just, he was a dick, um, she's a cow. um, And it's dismissive of people. And it assumes um, because it's easy to demonize someone so that you don't have to change. So many people don't change. um, And so that's why they get frustrated by getting the same results because they're using the same model. Um, And what they want is something that needs a new model or a new framework. So the next step is the clarity of finding the new. So, what is so it's a little bit like breaking up, uh, building a muscle. Um, You know, like if you go to the gym and you want to build a muscle. Well, what actually happens is that you have to exercise the ex- So the exercise is only the stimulus, and what the exercise does is it um, gets blood into the muscle. And so, to build a muscle, you have to get so much blood in that it bursts the muscle. And so, like the uh, um, so the muscle actually ruptures. And over the next few days, that's why bodybuilders spend so much like, like have to sleep and eat loads, eat loads of protein and sleep for loads because when you sleep it repairs Um, and so they rupture the muscle um, and as it repairs you get scar tissue and then the muscle it grows and that's how um, we grow muscle but in the same way if you want a better relationship journey than you have you have to break your model there's some like the model that you work with is limiting you can only get so much results from the model that you have. So you have to find a way of breaking the model, which comes to like, there's a period of confusion and disillusionment. And and on day one, I think it was girl. I didn't notice at the time, but I saw in a chat after that, um, she said, like, I'm really disillusioned. Well, that's a good place to be at the the start because disillusioned means you're letting go, the illusion is no longer working. And it's a, going from one illusion to, in the end, you're going to have another illusion, but it's going to be a bigger illusion, and sometime that's going to have to break as well. Is this making sense? Or is this too abstract? Shouldn't
3: the illusions be leading to reality rather than becoming bigger illusions? You know? huh? um,
2: yes, they should, um, and so the illusion becomes more reality, but it's it's like science, science only works on hypothesis. Science is never proven. It's just uh, one hypothesis has more evidence than another. But it's always open to the possibility that it could it could change. So like they, uh, scientists could find evidence that the sun won't rotate forever um, and that would change the hypothesis. Um, because. If you look at the, the history or the evolution of humanity, everything that we believed has been found to be untrue. You know, the flat Earth, the um, sun rotating around the Earth, um, all of these things were limitations of each stage. And so in the same way, we have limitations of each stage of relationship. Um, And so as we want better relationships, we have to break the old model. Um, Okay, so um, Clarity is about changing the paradigm. When you change the paradigm, you change the framework. Um, But. People get stuck because it's different and there's fear of different um, because it's a hassle to give it the attention and the energy to to change. And it's more comfortable to stay with what is. So the next stage is from clarity goes to capacity. So capacity is about the capability because we can know what to do, but not do it. So it's about the emotional. um, It's about really overcoming the resistance because there's always a resistance to growth. Any kind of change, we're always resistant to. And the emotional capability is the capacity that we have limits or determines our ability to operate so we can't develop skills that we don't have the capability to 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 deliver so the capability is like the soil so the 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 skill is like planting a seed that then grows but if you don't have the right soil or the right environment then the um like the skills won't won't grow and develop so, um, okay, so, so there's always resistance to capacity. So that's really what keeps people stuck is fear. Is, um, it means you have to do like step out of your comfort zone, um, which people are notoriously um, reluctant to do. So the next level is the competence, which is like the know-how. Um, because once we have, once we know what to do, and once we have the capability to do it, it's about the skills of what you do. So, um, what keeps people stuck there is, um, a lack of, uh, a lack of attention and and concerted effort. It's really learning new skill is, it makes you feel stupid because you don't get it right there first. Um, It's difficult. You have to devote time to it. Um, And so you have to really value what the skill will will bring you. And so then the next stage is is competence. And a lot of people, like you could just stop at competent. And a lot of people, I mean, if you look at people in their careers, lots of people are just sort of journeymen, um, carpenters or plumbers or something, they're quite happy with that. But there's a few that want to go for mastery. Um, And the difference between competence and mastery is someone who's competent can do 80% of the work, maybe 90%. But there's certain things that are so difficult that they have to be uniquely done. Um, And that's where a master craftsman comes in. So to go from competence to confidence is about mastery, which is just time and commitment. So, um, I was gonna, I can't seem to share this, but um, okay, so
1: before Sandra. you go, Rob, you say mastery has two components, but don't you have to have assessment periodic assessments to see whether or not you're making progress? If you're improving, don't you need do checks um, somehow?
2: Okay, um. So, when we set up a school, we set an arbitrary curriculum. We set um, we set a assessments, so like GCSEs, A levels, and professional ones, but they're set by someone within a specific framework. So, what they're saying is, we've decided we know everything. This is the box. So, in a in a not in a academic or professional context yes, you would need assessment. But I think life gives you assessment. So I think the, the real assessment, because I've looked at this and I thought, if there's a way that you could grade people and you could do this, but the problem is um, you would be judging them by your own, your own level of ignorance um and to say you know like when you when there's people who set up like the coach federation and speakers things and that and they're setting up by their own or like counselors and therapists they're um they're, it's like counselors and therapists you have to be registered and you have to be qualified and you have to be accredited but you're only being accredited within the framework of what someone else who, like, there was no um, therapy, there was no counselling. Someone said this works, um, this works, um, and then they sit up and they say, All right, you have to do it like like me. Um, and when you look at the range of therapies and counselling, there's like Carl Rogers to um, who's like anything can go to um, like someone. I'm the complete opposite, but different types of therapies that are very specific and you must do this, 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 and this one, whereas everything's right. So, yeah, so I think the best way is if you have a problem. If you have a problem, it's a sign that there's a problem in the framework. Um, and I think that's your assessment. Does it work?
1: well maybe i should use the um not assessment but self reflection some where you you sort of turn back onto yourself and it's not it's not really ticking boxes it's not okay i have got grade a or i've done this whatever but um a sort of reflective process where you go you keep looking back you know yeah. a kind of iterative system that that allows you to see if you're making progress if you need to change if you need to what what's still you know unresolved etc
2: yeah um i I think that 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 comes to something else um which another point which is that a lot of people um want to control the curriculum so there's a line in course of miracles that says Um, to paraphrase it, it's kind of like um, people get stuck because they want to control the curriculum of what they don't know how to teach themselves. So it's like someone wants a result. They don't know how to do it. They don't know what the problem is, but they want to then control. No, no, this is what I want to do. No, this is what I'm going to do. Um, like you can't teach something that you don't know. And you can't teach yourself something that you don't know, we, and and so I think I think what what you're pointing out is that we need our outside. So in this, there's a level of self awareness, um, and we can only be as self aware as we can detach from ourselves, which is about the capacity. Um, and when we can't, and So we're limited by our level of detachment, our level of self-awareness. And so. And we're limited by what we know, Um, as in we can't teach ourselves what we don't know. So, yeah, I I think we do need something from outside. Um, I think that's part of the clarity, I think, like, find the new. I think there has to be something, some other source, Um, Of and it can be reflection if you're really self-aware but usually there needs an introduction of of other ideas as well Um, I think we can get that from other people as long as those people are different enough from ourselves I think that's the value of conflict um, is that when you have two different polarities there's some truth in this there's some truth in this and somewhere in merging them to you um, transcend that level. Okay. Uh, does that make sense so far? Okay. So the other thing was um, on the Friday before last, uh, I talked about seven seven relationship problems um, and seven projects. And I've, I've since looked at it and I thought, actually, I think that we can condense them to four uh, because I think, finding a partner is not qualitatively different from connecting i think in connecting it's connecting to new people and it's connecting to people on a deeper level but i think it's still the same skill set the self mastery i think underpins all of the others um i think we that's the we're limited in the capacity in each skill by that ability um and and he, yeah healing is part of Self-regulation, emotional sort of like self-mastery, whatever you want to call it, um, and I think that underpins everything. So I think the four are um, connection, um, connection, conversation, um, choosing, like choosing a partner, and managing conflict. And at the center of all of those is capacity, like your emotional capacity to cope. Right, does that make sense? Yeah. So I think what we need is in each of those skills, there's a range from confidence. Okay, so it's confidence, competence, capacity, clarity. And then it goes to confusion, frustration, despair. So there's four skills, which are um, connecti- connecting to others, being able to have conversations that matter, managing conflict, choosing a partner. And at the centre of all of them is the emotional capacity to be able to do them. So um, for a moment of self-reflection, just from your And as Sandra says, this is the point um, where it can break because depending depending on your awareness of what level you need of those skills and your awareness of where you're at, where would you rank each yourself on each of those, one to ten? So the ability to connect, the ability to have deep conversations. The ability to manage conflicts and the ability to choose a partner. And where would you say, so one to ten, one being low, ten being mastery?
4: Rob, I think it's quite hard to determine just because if you think about your life in different settings, you know, in a professional setting is different to a home setting or in a relationship setting. So to kind of answer honestly, it would depend which one I'm focusing on. You know, I can be very good at managing conflict within a professional setting, but maybe not so good between me and another person on a one-to-one basis.
2: Yeah, um, we're probably...
4: Kind of, of, you know, either you find an average of everything or you just kind of think, okay, me in a home life, this is how I am, or me and, you know...
2: Yeah. Um, Okay, so this bit might clarify it. Um, So if you think about where you would like to be in terms of relationship... So here, for here, we're talking about romantic relationship. Where would you like to be? Um, where would you say you are now? So we're looking at, if you look at, remember that, which one was it, the, the Age of Confusion, um, that graph. So where you are now, where you'd like to be. And so we're looking at, on that framework, like growing that framework, what's the next step? What's the next step? that needs to happen for you the next so there's going to be about three or four milestones so it may be um connecting to someone like dating and finding someone that you want to be in a relationship with or it may be that you have someone and it might be uh, connecting deeper or it might be managing conflict or it could be um growing the capacity or, or choosing the right person or, uh, conflict conversations, um, so which, so which, which would be number one to master, which would be number two. So for example, if, um, if you're on dating sites and not really dating very many people, then the first step would probably be, um, connection. The next step would be, um, Maybe conversations, or it may be capacity, um, or if most of your relationships have ended in conflict, then maybe, or, in, or you're in a relationship that's in a lot of conflict, then maybe it's dealing with conflict first. Does that make sense? Rob, well, um, then when you say connection, what do you mean? Then
3: because I, I took connection to be something something that came after the conversation, but that's not what you're thinking. So,
2: so connection connection is this the sense of connecting to new people. So as in dating, so like, if, you, if you're dating, then there's all these people, and you need to connect to get to know someone. So there's connection on that level. But there's a whole spectrum of connection. It could be you're in a relationship with someone. Um, but it's gone stale. Um, and so it's about having a deeper connection. Mm. So yeah,
3: I took it to be that rather than uh, we have both happened to have gone to I don't know um, Egypt or something.
2: Yeah, um, it used to be I, I, I did have this was seven, and, and finding someone was different from deepening the connection. And then I thought, well, really, um, the problem people in relationships have is they stop dating. And connecting is really about the dating within the relationship. Yeah. and it's the same skill really, as meeting someone new yeah. as de- deepening it. Yeah. Um, just, so it's just the two aspects. So yeah. so connecting would be developing relationship from stranger to uh, soulmate or whatever you want to yeah. call it like real. because
3: I, I mean I, I took this as because I struggled with it as well same as Nancy, but in a different way in the sense that I saw them as hierarchical. I kind of felt that uh, conversation was the baseline that then produced the connection because I was thinking at a deeper level, um, and if you manage that, then you can potentially manage conflict, and then ultimately choose a partner. Um,
2: it's both. Uh, it's really semantics, and either you could you could do the conversation to connection. Um, but conversation for me is the vehicle of connection. Conversation yeah. is the conscious communication because you're always communicating, but conversation is the conscious. Um, I'm going to consciously deepen that. And I think that's a separate skill set. But so it could be conversation that leads to connection. Um, but connection is about sensitivity. Um, to to bids like what the Gottman's tool bids, someone makes a bid for your attention and it's like picking up on that as in like a tennis match um, it's about the kind of being romantic Is about having fun, it's about um, sharing who you are um, and then conversation is very then, close to that
3: yeah but then this is also a you know, continuum, I mean uh, sorry if I'm taking the whole conversation on a tangent here, but um, because you you have a conversation, you I mean you know we could all sit here and talk to each other in the chat room. So it's just a conversation, right? Um, but through that conversation, uh, because it's it's like a circular in the sense that you may find that you have a lot in common in terms of ideals or thought processes or value systems and so on. That may then provide the connection that you're talking about, and the more you talk. And the you more stronger that connection gets. So it's it's more simple, symbi- you know, it kind of goes round and round. Yeah. Uh, it's not like you can have a conversation and then you've got connection and that's it, you just move on. They're both continuum, yes. like? Yeah. like so you 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 build one, you connect to the other one, then you it's almost like building them both together at the same time, you to have one and not the other. Yes. Yeah. That, that's why I kind of but for me, it was like, well. If you can have the conversation, that's the starter at the very beginning, if you talk to somebody and you can then you can find out whether there is a connection, you establish that connection that then generates the more deeper conversation, which then generates a more feeds onto the connection. So you've got a virtuous circle going on there Um, that then allows you to manage the conflict, uh, you know, difference of opinion. Are you respectful to the other person's opinion and so on? You're not always going to agree on everything, but how you handle that is also important. Um, and if you have that connection and a conversation, then you can manage that conflict effectively. And ultimately, assuming there is, uh, you know, physical and romantic interest and potentially you choosing a partner. So uh, that's the way I saw it, but I, so I, I had difficulty in you know, saying you know, where are you? I just saw it as hierarchical.
2: That's what i mean. Um, Yeah, no, it's not hierarchical. And and thank you for for perfectly knitting them all together, um, because really, the point of connection so that as you connect to someone, you can only connect as far as the capa- as you have capacity and they have capacity. Yeah. Of so course. the level of, and and the conversation is the way that you connect. And that level will reach a point where you will, which will help you to know, is this the right person or not? Because there's going to come a point where that connection is going to break. And it's the, the, the person that you can go with the deepest connection or ongoing connection that, um, you know, helps you to choose. So, um, and like I will said, is all of those. Um, they all, they're all they all part of the same, that they all link together. What I'm thinking is if we go into breakout rooms, this is one, this is like my priority. Number two, this is number two, like in my milestone from where I am to where I want to be, it, I need to focus on one, two, three, four. Is everyone clear? I know there was some, that was a long breakout room because there was some confusion in, in rooms. Does everyone get an idea?
5: We had a good discussion with Errol about this. Sorry? We had a very good discussion about this with Errol after you give for us the advice. Okay especially about apple crumble and his smile. Look at him,
3: you see? Yeah, 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 apple crumble always makes me smile, (laughs) with ice cream too.
2: (laughs) Mm. Um, I'm just thinking that, yeah, there's connection over food.
5: I think what is the main issue, what we realise, we're overthinking. We are deprojecting. projecting where will be, how will be. Rather than to be just bloody there. Enjoy it, whatever will come. In. Don't overthink. The dog is jumping up, don't thinking how we're gonna catch that bloody balls and how we're gonna fall. But as the human, we're all thinking about this. Yeah. And you don't do after.
2: Yeah. Um it is it's it's almost all. Uh, capacity. Pe- people are always looking for the technique or looking for the whatever, but it's is really about the emotional capacity. Um, that's that's the biggest challenge. Um, if, pe- if people like, if yeah, if people just went out and did it, but it's it's so much of, of worried what other people think and so on.
1: But also we're more and more thinking about the results. It's, you know, you, you do things, you, um, it's, it's almost like your work life gets into your personal life. If you expend energy and time and effort, what result will you get out of it? You know, what is the outcome um, <laughs> you've spent all of this and you've expended this time and effort and you have nothing to show for it? um you know you're a failure what's happening when as as jana says just go with the flow just enjoy it for what it is um, that's
5: not true sandra we have to think about what lesson the person give us i always yeah, think but about you have to be free. it's the lesson
1: yeah, but the lesson comes from as you say be free um, and let it go let it just and just just go with the flow and then after you will derive some lessons from it I think but if you start thinking that I need results from before it means that you are looking for an outcome before you have even got into the to the exercise
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's um, okay so you always get a result but if you don't get the positive result it shows you that the model's broken um and so then um and it's like i can't remember it's, it's like starting a snowball isn't it that inertia and things it, like when you start the ball rolling it's always really difficult um and then when it gets on the slope then it starts it, gathers momentum so and the, the real problem that people have is that they want the results because they're not sure of the results because they're not confident they're not certain they're not sure it's going to work so that what they're looking for is evidence before Evidence before they've done they've committed to it. But you can't get evidence without commitment. And so really the result is not the relationship, it's not finding the partner, it's not any of those things. The real result has to be the habits, the practices. Because when you make the practice, the goal. So, for example, if we were looking at um, having healthy teeth, what do we do? Eating apple. Okay, so so we eat an apple, floss, um, clean our teeth. Um, and we know if we clean our teeth every day, floss and eat an apple, we're probably Well, we're doing the best that we can to have good teeth as much as we can. Yeah. So in the same way, but a day, two days or even a week after cleaning your teeth, you might not have that result. But. It's the accumulation, you know, that if you don't, you won't have the result. You know that your teeth will rot. Um, Like. How do you get fit? How do you get in shape?
5: It's commitment. It's actually drive. Simon Sinek was really nicely described this. Because you literally, like for the children as well, you don't even think, you just do. You know you would sacrifice yourself. Similar in this as well, for the feelings. You just have to go and do it if you want that feeling
2: okay yeah so yeah so so, so like, say like you're really out of shape and you want to get into shape then if you do nothing you're going to get more out of shape if you exercise you're not going to see the result after the first exercise session you're not going to see it after the first week but you know if you continue, 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 continue to do it and eat well and obviously, all that, obviously, that three months, six months and a year, you're, you're going to be in much better shape. It, and it's really the same thing, but the, the problem is people are... So, like... I think
5: really? we talked nicely about this with Ariel. We was talking about compound effect. We underestimated what we can do in five, ten years, and we overestimate what we can do in one, two months.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, and it, and it's and and I'm, um you mentioned Simon Sinek, but he also talked about like the millennials. About the millennials, um, being in the job six months ago, I'm going to leave because I'm not making an impact here. Um, In a career, you have to spend three years studying like to get a degree, just to get in the door. You then have to maybe spend five years working, learning the culture, working your way up to be in a position to do something. And if you give up too early because you're not seeing signs, you're never going to get there. And in the same way, um, I think people are looking for evidence. They need to see a partner. They need to see, um, they feel like this. I think there is so much pressure on this whole framework of like, if you're single, then um, there's something wrong with you. Whereas it's, what comes to mind is you know like the bamboo tree is the quickest tree. The bamboo tree cr- grows the quickest, um, but for like two years or three years or something, you see no evidence. Nothing happens, but it's growing these deep roots, and then it goes like two foot in a in a month or something like dramatically. Like there's nothing for a couple of years, and then it goes, and then it grows so high, so quick. Um, because it's built all of these things so when it feels like you're putting all of the, all of this working and not getting any result what's happening is you are realize it, like if you're aware and like re- there's a problem it's not working you realize that the model's broken you um expand the model um model's broken you expand the model what you're doing is building those roots so then when it, when you you you've built all those roots and you've built all the like levels of nutrition to come in then you can supercharge uh, the growth um so it can be that you're not in the relationship but you're learning the skills it can be that relationships that aren't working out are building the roots so that you know what you need um, because really, if you really knew, like if you were really, um, at the level of confidence in these skills, it would be no problem. You go out and find someone, you would, um, <clears throat> it would all go right. And, um, but it's, it's working out. So it's not like you can learn this skill and it'll be all right. Like you you can learn dating, um, which is uh, connecting and and dating, which are quite probably the simplest bits. That is once you work, once you work out like the the kind of algorithm of how that works, um, that you can meet someone, but it doesn't mean that you're going to have the relationship because if you don't have the capacity, if you don't have um, all the other stuff, But it's, it's really like last week was really about the results that you get in your relationship are set in your neurology and those not getting a result and and rebuilding, like breaking the model, rebuilding it, breaking the model, rebuilding it is the expansion is the preparation for changing your neurology. And when you change in neurology, like it's all out there. It's just what what is in our what is our block, and we've all got an individual um, blocks and individual challenges based on our experiences, our perceptions, our understandings, and our frameworks. Um, and I've forgotten how we even got onto this, or was it a question we were answering, or? Um, I, I think it was uh, Janos and, and Janos and Iros um, discussion. Um, yeah, it is. It is really. You see, the thing is that one of the messages I was trying to get across last week in uh, connection is more important than a relationship is about it's a journey. It's not about the relationship because we all want it to be, we've got this partner. That's it. I'm set. I don't have to worry about that. I've ticked that box off in life. And it's really the acceptance that we're always going to have relationship problems because not just romantic, but personal business, all kinds of like family relationships, every, all of these are challenges. And this is why, The capacity, the neurology is really important because that is what determines um, the quality of the connection. Um, And so we find from the results that we're getting or not getting, we find where the bugs are in our system. All right. So I've got a question. So, what do you feel? What do you feel you need? On that journey of growth?
5: Confidence. To be love yourself, to be know who you are, and to be express that to others. Because the people see you as you see yourself. If you don't believe in yourself,
2: who will? So, um okay so so practically what are the steps to achieve that?
5: Take yourself first, you need to go through the hell, you need to fail, and not afraid from the failure, but that's bring up the confidence after and take the lesson every single day, reflect reflect and start heal your traumas that's when it's coming you will start understand yourself and don't be afraid to be go out and speak who you are even if it's 100 people will not say a word when somebody attacking one guy just go there and show you don't accept that behavior doesn't matter what if you do not accept stand up for it
3: Say it, and show it. I think it boils down to two things, doesn't it? Um, Knowledge and um, will to take action. So, uh, it kind of links to what Jonas was saying in the sense that uh, the confidence perhaps uh, may well be linked to the Ability to take action, um, so that's kind of the driving bit into the engine, if you like. Um, the knowledge, uh, reflection, self-reflection, being able to understand where you've gone wrong, breaking the mold, putting it together again, that sort of thing, learning, that gives you the ability or the knowledge to know what you have to do, Then you need them both working together to achieve what you need to achieve. So wherever you are on these continuums. Um, so long as you believe that you don't give up, and so long as you know, or at least know what to do better than you did last time, at least then eventually you'll get results. You won't get the result that you want straight away, but you'll at least be
2: working in the direction. Okay, so. Um so I agree. I agree that um that it is about going out and doing it. It is about um self-reflection it is about but we can't we don't I mean we get confidence from failing and we get confidence from just doing it and eventually um but a lot of people just don't, a lot of people just won't, you know, like people need the confidence before. Um, so what, okay. So what do you think you would need to like master the next milestone on your journey? What would it take? Like, because time is, um, we're talking about time as a construct, really. Um, it's just, so the, the time between there and then is what you need. So if you if you had what you need at the first milestone, you've collapsed that time. Does that make sense? So rather than it taking two months, it could take you could do it now. Um so what would help you on that journey? What would give you the confidence what would encourage you to try what would um, help you ref- like learn the lessons reflect
0: I think you just need to be self-conscious and self-aware just to know exactly who you are and what where you're going
2: okay um, I agree um, the the thing I'm trying to get at is We, we all we, I think we, we all pretty much agreed that is what it is, just the confidence to do it, self-awareness to know it. Um, but there's a... How does someone get that?
5: Mentor. Um, sorry? Having a mentor or see that pattern or that behaviour from somebody. Because so many of us, we're not even aware about does it's really existing until we don't see it. We don't
2: know what we don't know, or until we don't see. And we yeah, know. that's why it's like I was saying about you can't control the curriculum. Um, okay. Um,
1: Sometimes we have to surround ourselves with people who can assist us. Because I mm. think we're talking about this in isolation that it's us doing everything um, and we must beat our own drum. But sometimes having a supportive network does help you to build your confidence Mm. does put you into environments where you can be comfortable enough to um, not be so intimidated and introverted and, you know, all the rest of it. And so you're able to connect with people that you probably normally wouldn't if you were on your own, but also um, being mindful that you need people who are supportive of you, rather than people who will denigrate you, mm. not, be, not be on your side, not, not be helpful to you. Mm. Uh, and I think for, for, for people who are probably introverted, they do need that support system to help them to to cope with being in social situations and to find their feet in, in in a way. Whereas a confident person will, you know, stride out and go off and talk to whoever. As I told my group, I'll talk to a stone. I mean, I'm fine. You know, I'll say hello to anybody. But um, that doesn't mean that I'm going to go any further. But at least I can break the ice. Okay. Um, uh, And I've had many people look at me very, very strangely like, why is she even saying hello? Who is she? What does she want? I mean, but I don't care. I'm gone, you know. and that's because i come from a society where if you don't say hello you are seen to be very rude Mm. Uh, so i don't i do it without even thinking but be that as it may um i think that is part and parcel of it know who you are know what um you are comfortable doing and know what you need support uh, what kind of support you need
2: So um, when you talk about – because I'm interested in this because I'm I'm looking at starting a couple of groups. And when you talk about supportive group, because I I do think – I think people need insights from outside and I think they need – there's something about community um, in the way that – because if you're doing something new, it's scary. Um, And it can help to have someone else – who tells you it's OK, like you can make a small step so that you can get more like a little bit braver. Um, yeah, so so what I don't know if Janet, Jan, I keep calling you Janos because it says J. Janos, um, um, I don't know if you have an answer to that.
5: Well, if you believe or not, I used to be very introvert boy my mom when i was eight sent to my grandmother to ask some money and i had to write down what to say for my grandma in order to ask the money for my mom i was literally unable to speak i had to write down the things however i believe everything is possible if you keep practicing what i learned. In all my life, create backup plan always, because eventually your emotion will take over, and will try, try to drag you back. And the life will challenge you, will put you a lot of shit in front of you. But the question: Do you try to make from that the beautiful compost, what creating the great flower, the beauty on the world, or you just keep doing the same? I recharge that and I use it in something else, and I created anchors in my life. I call it anchors, people in my life who if I emotionally get to that level, they can come to me, hug me and say, remember what you teach me. And after I know how to go back to my personality again and again. So literally, it's a backup plan. We all need that because we are humans we will lose ourselves if we don't have some people who remind us from outside view
2: yeah um, that reminds me of there's a quote i think it's some uh, some military figure, he's, he said like we don't, we don't we don't rise to the level of our expectations we fall to the level of our training um, and <laughs> I think um, we we all think uh, it will go perfectly or, or we'll do this and it will be, I, I think in relationships, like if you think every couple is going to go, oh, it's going to be brilliant because um, we love each other and that will be enough. Um, and what relationships do is they fall to the level of your training as opposed to your expectation.
0: I think a lot of it as well is um like positive affirmations and things like that. Where you just keep repeating to yourself that I am worth it, I am worthy, I you know, I am I am beautiful and all those sorts of things. Um I am worth everything. Um you know, there's loads of obviously lots of yeah. affirmations, um, and just practice things day in, day out. Things that people wouldn't normally say to you, instead of putting you down all the time, um, and then just going out into the streets and smiling at people. If you just walking, if you're just walking down the street and look at somebody and smile at them, nine out of ten they'll smile at you back.
2: And that, that that brings you along. Um, I, I love that because it, it, it reminds me of the conversation we had in the breakout room. I think that's the perfect analogy for dating. If you change how you show up, people change. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exactly the same way. If you smile at other people, they'll respond differently. Um, and I think that's the thing that most people dislike dating. Um, and they don't expect it to go well. Um, and so then it becomes this transactional um, element which brings out the worst in everyone. Um, yeah, and I think I think you have to find what works. So personally for me, I don't I'm not a fan of affirmations. Um, but it's it's knowing what works for you. Um, and it, whether it's meditation, mindfulness, or contemplation, um or whatever um that makes you whatever makes you stronger really. Um it's it interesting. How, how many people have um do you have something like like a morning routine or something that sets you up that you feel um makes you um say so, yeah I'd be interested in what other people's morning routines are that Set them up for the day. Start with ladies.
1: A big
2: mug of
1: tea. First thing first. Big one. <laughs> Don't speak to me. <laughs> do not speak to me. Do not tell me anything. Tea in hand, then yeah.
0: I do actually do meditation in the morning and in the evening. It helps me through. Mm-hmm.
1: I start off with yoga and do a bit of meditation as well, and then have a nap. It's fabulous. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I, I'm so envious of this discipline, oh. oh. Say that again. I said, I'm so envious of this discipline, I can't cope. <laughs> it's fantastic.
0: It gives you good focus, actually, I think yoga first thing in the morning, it just sort of centers you and helps you
1: focus. I so in the evening because I want to sleep. <laughs>
2: So I I found um, yoga, I did yoga, but not so much like I don't think it was proper yoga. It was more the exercise of yoga. Um, But there's nothing made me feel better than like the stretching. So I do gravity yoga now of just the stretches. Um, But I know if I don't do that, um, you start to feel stiff. And Mm -hmm. um, I know if I do that, um, I feel much, so much better. Makes me feel better than, than any other form of exercise.
0: It's mental as well, though, isn't it? From the physical, it is mentally sort of. I, I think it helps you mentally as well. Probably
1: does me.
2: It, it does. Um, and I would like to 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 make that jump. Um, I um, yeah, I haven't really. I've, I've read about like how yoga can help you s- sort of like emotionally and, and develop that. I haven't got to that level with it. Um, I don't. I've, I think I struggle with the attention. I, I just don't like that. You know, like that. Like, just give me the exercise. Just and, and yeah, so the I
4: did. I'm the same. I like
5: Sorry, you focus something in it. You shouldn't focus what you do because that's a pause. How you do. That's the important because what I do in yoga, I do putting my body in the pressure and I tra- start breath control. Actually, I'm expanding my tension level so I will get triggered where others almost die, you know. A couple of years okay. ago, I would I would triggered already here, but now I'm here because I'm building up my tension by daily base. So my tension level is just expand like my comfort zone and that's all about yoga
2: so like hrv training basically yeah you try to put
5: yourself you got the tension for 20 seconds then after you just start with the breath to bring it back to calmness that's all about yoga so you put the tension but actually you make flexible as well your body and control it rather than the pose
2: yeah um yeah, I, I do breathing as well. Um, I did a, a breathing separately. Uh, although, the, like, the breathing is part of the yoga.
1: What time of morning is this? Personally, i get up at six and do it.
0: Because <sighs> then you just get the world to yourself for a while and you can hear the birds and not the noisy neighbours. It's fabulous.
2: Mine's it, been seven and eight. That's a bit too early. I, uh, I'm not an early morning person. I do five five thirty, and after gym hit the gym
5: straight. <laughs> what five thirty after the gym? No, five thirty, I do the yoga, and after six o'clock hit the gym. Nine o'clock already work. Yes, yeah, wow. right.
2: My my biggest problem is I can't can't switch off at night to to. Um, so I can't like shut off and go to sleep earlier. So I have to make it later not a morning person.
4: You have to do some bedtime yoga then to help you. I mean, I, I've been telling myself I need to do this for years because I don't switch off either. So, but there are some that, that would help.
2: That. Well, I've started doing the breathing now at night, uh, like the HIV training, breathing. Um, and that's, it's just like, I'm just that.
4: Really? I need to look this up then.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll send you, the, I'll put in the chat the, the book. So we talked about, um, the milestones. So, is everyone clear on what their milestones are and what they need to do to be confident?
1: It's it's hard to, um, when you say milestones because it's uh, they're so interconnected that in my mind you know it's it's almost like going at the same pace with each each one is is so interconnected with the other one that achievement in one thing is helping to reinforce the others in a yeah. sense and yeah. so it's it's not a linear thing it is uh it's integrated in a way that's Mm. It falls back onto itself,
2: in a way. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> like. It's a bit like, um, like a loop. spiral. Yeah, it's a spiral. Um, and, yeah, and, and maybe even an, an infinite yeah. spiral. Um, there's a, a graphic I've seen on social media of, um, it's like just going around in circles and how it feels. Um, And then from a different view, it's a spiral of continual growth, Um, uh, but yeah, it's it's a bit like that. It can feel like you're going round and round circles, but um, it can be just a, a growth of spirals.
1: So you're actually moving along a trajectory, but maybe not really feeling that you are.
2: Yeah, because it's like you say, when you you get to one level on one thing, it highlights a deficiency in another area, which then um, triggers another and then triggers another. And then when you get to there, then the problem is that you have to break the model again and you have to break the model back at the beginning. And it feels like, and this is why people get so frustrated in relationships because they don't realize this. And they go, oh, nothing seems to work. I've done this and I've done this. But what they've actually had is they've had, now, some people never change and always do the same thing. And so they get problem after problem because they've not changed. And some people get different problems and the different problems are different parts of being triggered because what li- life is like stress testing and it's stress testing your model. And it, if it breaks, like if you have a problem, it's because your model broken. It didn't survive the stress test. So every relationship gets stress tested and that's when relationships break. So the relationship was often broken from the start, but it just took 10 years for the right challenge to pressure test to the right place. Because it's like when two people meet, this neurology, this neurology sets the framework. That foundation is how strong the relationship can be. And, the fragility might not be seen until you have a certain challenge. Like, kids were a big one. When kids put that pressure on you, um, the fragility in someone is going to break, or um, the like family problems, or money problems, or um, differences like sex problems. Um, they're the thing that cause the fragility like so the fragility then creates the disconnection and the disconnection then creates the problem which leads to why they actually break or why they think they broke up and people say i broke up because this one's an asshole and he did this and um that but actually the problem was way further back in the fragility in their models and their frameworks
1: but how do you learn learn from Okay some people have the ability to look at their past relationships and take positive messages from it in terms of um what went wrong that's not really a positive but it's a positive in the sense that you recognize it and you will work on it or you know in some way in the in in, in the next relationship that you that you that you take, that you embark on, but uh, someone who recognizes the, the the issues, what went wrong with the last relationship, but has no clue as to how to change that dynamic in a new relationship. What would you say to somebody like that?
2: I think the first problem is most people aren't really diagnosing what the real problem is. Um, And so what happens is people veer from this happened in this relationship. I want someone completely different and they veer. um, It's like the pendulum, isn't it? Pendulum always swings too far. Um, And so they go into someone who's got the complete opposite problem and they think that's, oh, they don't have that. But what they haven't realized is what the real problem is, it's the same problem, but it's different polarities of the same spectrum. And so then they have the same... Um, problem and what it is is really them that they haven't really fixed and how in how they relate to that issue because um really it's not about the other person like when a relationship breaks it doesn't really matter what the other person did what matters is is because everyone is out there is how you navigate in relation to other people, um, and so what people do is they're trying to avoid this problem, and because they avoid this problem, um, <laughs> uh, I knew there was going to be apple crumble in there. Earl. Um Right? Can, can you just give us a report at five a.m. So um, Janos will be up to read it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to ring round. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, don't ring me. <laughs> oh, five o'clock. Uh, um not good night. have a good night and a good week. Um Bye. so it's how you relate. And so this is where the spiral thing really is because someone veers from one to the other. So they've learned how to deal with that. And what they think is like, or maybe they haven't really learned, but they've try and avoid the problem with someone who's entirely the opposite. And so what happens is then, then they learn that and they realise of what the issue is because they've learned with both polarities, they've learned how to deal with that issue. Um, and sometimes they don't. Does that make sense? Rob, don't you think it's the way, the mechanics, how we're coping
5: up with the things are just sometimes the incorrect? So think about that. We are always reacting in the same way with the same method, or we could say it with the programs, when somebody says something to us, we get upset. So that's the method. That's how we deal with that. And we're creating that emotion inside, and that's causing the issue for us. We're not taking responsibility on our own feelings, I could say. So we're not upgrading our software, if we want to say it this way. We just always running the same 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 software
2: yeah um, I think there is there's two approaches to problems and I think that what you're really talking about not so much what what you said there but like your message that you always come across is quite consistent and that's a message of really about growth of capacity, and it's about being more present, it's about being more involved, it's about being more aware, um, and that's a proactive, uh, and if you're proactive, you can outgrow the problems before they occur. And so if you really grow and you really meditate and you reach this emotional capacity and um, a higher level of operation, then you don't have those, those same like big problems you'll have more subtle problems um and then the other bit um is that but most people don't do that most people react to problems so if you don't consciously grow you'll have a problem and you'll have to grow from that problem and most people grow from pain um and yeah uh and um like Janos said it's the, um, the problems are at the level. Um, I'm I'm forgetting because I went off on that to address that. But um, I think what you said was they hate, keep having the same problems because they don't change the framework.
5: Yes, basically, yeah. if somebody says something, they get upset.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, that whole like pressure testing of the framework is emotionally is happening every time at work happens when you get bad customer service, um, when someone's rude to you, when someone sends you a shitty dating message message. Um, That is really all the um, whatever the framework is in your um, yeah, whatever's in your framework. Um, So To have better better problems is like change the framework. Does anyone else have any insights or whatever to share before we wrap up?
4: Just one thing, Rob, just thinking about everything we've talked about, a lot of it is about overcoming whatever fear you may have. And how, how do you overcome that? you know, what mechanisms do you put in place? As you were saying about, you know, what's the bugs in your system? I think for most people is a fear of something.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... Um, so if you look at... If you look at culture, okay, so novels, back before there was films or anything, our novels were about trolls in the forest. And that was because there was no one because we didn't go in the forest. So we didn't, we were scared of what was in the forest. When we went into the forest, we stopped being scared of that. And it became about, um, Loch Ness monster and things in the sea, um, because it was unknown. And then it became when we became aware of space, it became about aliens. Um, and then it's become about zombies and pandemics. Um, so we're afraid of what we don't understand. Um, and so, yeah, in the same way, we're afraid emotionally of what we don't understand. So that's why I think it's. It's important to break the model because the model is um, the model is the box and we're afraid of what's outside the box. If we break the box and expand the model, then we become afraid of less because we understand more. Um, and as Sandra was saying, this is where we really need others, because like if you imagine those first people um, in the who were scared to go through the forest, they went through the forest because they had numbers. Um, because going through alone, um, you didn't know what monsters there, but if you've got ten of your mates with spears and arrows, you're less afraid. Um, so I think it's the same. The same thing that if you if you practice something with someone um, and it goes okay and they give you validation and reassurance, um, and then you can practice it and practice it and, and you you work out the kinks and the things that don't work quite right, then um, then you start to develop a little bit more competence and you develop a little more confidence, and it's 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 much like public speaking like the amount of courses and books and things on public speaking like Toastmasters is thousands of members. Um, and, so, and yet public speaking is still the biggest fear more than dying. Um, and it's just because ultimately, I, so there's two things. One is you just get up and do it um, because that will, that will break your fear um, eventually. Um, And then the other is, um, so what I heard that changed things for me was um, if you're afraid of speaking publicly, it's because your focus is on yourself. Um, And if you're, um, so like I heard it, fix nervous with service. Um, And if you're focused on the other people and trying to give them the best message, trying to like, what do they need? How can I help them? If you're focused on them, you can't be nervous because any, any negative feeling that we have is when we're focused on ourselves All the po- So when we talked about the line of like feeling good, feeling bad, that line is where is our focus? Because when we feel good, our focus is on other people, and when we feel bad, our focus is on ourselves. So anger, nerve, nervous, um, fear, all of these things are when we're focused on ourselves. So um, so a lot of it is, is realizing and it, it's not just intellectual. So this is the problem that you could that like you could just pick up a book and get all the answers, but it wouldn't do anything because that doesn't sink through to the operating system. So you have to actually put it in practice. Um, And to put it in practice, there's going to be an anxiety the first time, Um, maybe the second and the third. But the thing about anxiety is that anxiety is future based fear. So you can't be anxious about something that's happened. So as soon as you do something, the anxiety goes. However, to get to that, people need to have the courage to try. And so sometimes, like if you're right down and you're really bitter um, or you're despair and you've got no hope, you you don't have the courage. Um, So sometimes it's working up from wherever you are to what's the next step. And sometimes the next step is to be frustrated. Um, and to be angry and sometimes the next step is to be confused um so it's just so it's awareness of knowing where you are Uh, and i'm trying to remember exactly what the question was how do you how do you go out and do it was it i've gone so far around in circle that I remember vaguely.
1: Yeah, it's, it's about overcoming fears, I okay. think Nancy was talking about. But I, I think we also need to learn to laugh at ourselves. Mm. We take some of the things that we do too seriously. And as a result of that, we are so hard on ourselves because we are, you know, fixated on it being well done, it being meeting probably unrealistic standards, it being meeting other people's standards, not yours, uh, you know, um, and, and, and to win brownie points with whoever. And so we go through all these hoops and sometimes it's just, it's probably something so ridiculous that you just need to just laugh. You need to be able to see the lighter side of of life, and if you laugh, people will laugh with you rather than at you.
2: Um, And this is is kind of what Janos has said: is uh, just be yourself, because a lot of it is we we have two, we divide ourselves into two of who we feel we are, where we like misjudging ourselves and that, and on the other side we have who we think who we want, who we want others to see. And so there's this gap between who we are, who we like, really, when we're talking shit to ourselves and we're like, are you a dumbass? Why did you do that? You idiot. Um, And the person that we want to project of being um, and that the difference of that gap is the level of anxiety and fear that we have because This is what public speaking is, the fear of being exposed. Because when you speak, because like you can project like, oh, yeah, I'm so wonderful and I I do this and I'm I'm so cool and charismatic. But when you stand up in front of people and your knees are shaking and like your mouth's dry and you can't get words out, people see that you're um, human. Uh, So a lot of the fear is... Yeah, not taking yourself seriously and um, not trying to be something that you're not Um, is just, this is what I am. Like, you can't change the cards that you've been given. It's just how do you play those Um, and not try and... Yeah, it's like these people that put 10-year-old dating pictures or... um, like hire big flash cars and things to, to give an impression or, or take pictures of themselves with cars that they could never afford. Um, what have you proven? Um, so. They won't
1: turn up, they, they won't turn up for the date. That's what happens. They just don't yeah. turn
2: up. They take it so far. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. It's, um, I just don't understand that mentality of like you. You put a ten-year-old dating picture, um, and then you turn up like five stone heavier, um, like grey, no teeth, um, and and you think, uh, yeah, well, they're, they're, I can just I can just black that off. Um, I I don't know.
1: I think also we need to be. I know
2: the, the Nancy the Grace.
1: We need to. Be accept ourselves whatever it is that we have that makes us who we are and put a positive spin on it and own it it's part of you and don't let anybody um take you down because of it because i'm left-handed and i get People saying all kinds of "Oh, candid," or oh, "Welcome to the sisterhood, my love," and all of that kind, you know, and, "Oh, you're clumsy," and all the rest of it. And my take is, uh, my dear. The 10% of this world have some of the most talented people who work who are left-handed. You're looking at one. And if you can't cope with that, well, later for you, because that is my take on it. I'm special. I'm one of the 10%. You're one of the many. (laughs) So (laughs) hug it up. Um, In other words, I am not going to let you put me down because I am because of a difference. you know and and i think we all have differences and it's part of our identity and we must not let anybody take it away from us because then who are we without it
2: yeah it, it's it's the the fragility is because we haven't accepted ourselves and because we haven't accepted ourselves we are so much more fragile to what other people say um, because as soon as we accept ourselves, it, it um, can't doesn't have any impact. Like like someone saying to me, "I'm bald." Yeah, I'm bald. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but some people like some people can get really offended. I remember when I worked at school, um, there was a teacher that was was as bald as me, and he had wound up some of the kids and like mocked them, um, and then they left and going, "All oh, right, baldy," and he got furious. He's like how can you talk to me like that well you asked for it you started with them um and like well, what did he think that he wasn't <laughs> if you um, can't take
1: if you can't take it don't give it that's the that's yeah. the bottom line um, <laughs>
2: and he's yeah. obviously conscious of it yeah and this and this is the thing that some people like what's the gap to like be fragile about something that's You've got to see every day in the mirror.
5: If you look at it in the mirror, <laughs> we're not always looking, no? Rob, as the man's? Well, there?
2: I clean my teeth in front of the mirror, so I see. Okay.
5: But, but hair yeah. brushing, no? <laughs> we don't no. do that so much, no?
2: Well, me not at all. <laughs>
1: Well, I've been told, why don't you dye your hair? No, I have always loved salt and pepper hair. Now that I have salt and pepper hair, I am embracing my salt and pepper hair. Later for you. Oh, but you, no, plus it doesn't cost me a dime. I don't have to buy dye. <laughs> I mean, give it a rest. It's my choice.
5: You know... That's your sex appeal, you know, Santa. That's huh? your sexy part, you know, that's your sexy part. But oh, really, I've got lots of things. It's like wearing morals, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay, wait, wait, wait! Don't show that <laughs> all, okay? <laughs> because it's recorded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Nicole? You own it, of course. Yeah, I have, to, I have to take it away from him. That's what I do. You have to do to survive, okay? I own it. No, but seriously, no, I, th- I think we all have things about ourselves that we should. Um, not let people make us feel smaller than we are. Uh, And I think we take that into a relationship, you know, and that leaves you open to denigration, to belittling, to all kinds of things. If things start to go wrong in a relationship, oh, why are you dressing like that? You're too this, you're too that. You're too old for that outfit, I mean, hell. You don't tell me that because I will dress how I want. So Sorry, I'm a rebel. Okay, just, just think. Okay, <laughs> I accept it. All I'm saying is that you have to be willing to figure out who you are. And hold on to that sense of self and who you are and what it is that is about you that makes you who you are. Because if you allow people to strip it away from you, that to me is what starts the downhill slide
2: in your conflict. It's all about about you. So when people have really bad... Can you still hear me? Yes. Yeah, and my internet connection came up as a problem. Um, When people... So... Aside from someone grabbing you, um, and like physically hurting you, the only way that someone can hurt you or that you can be vulnerable in the relationship is because of a fragility in yourself and we are, we are built from like, from the, um, from from the way that we grow up, if we do nothing, there's inbuilt fragilities and vulnerabilities. And these play out in relationships. And unless we consciously break the model that we have and rebuild it stronger, those vulnerabilities get played out. So you, there's someone who wants to control you. There's someone who wants to manipulate you. All of that happens, and it's because of something that, someone else put in that made you feel insecure that you've weren't aware of or have never addressed. Um, And and we don't, we typically don't um, unless we've had a problem or um, like Janos has said, Janos has talked about that, that whole conscious growth. Um, Most people, grow from a breakup most people grow from the pain um but yeah it's really if you can really get to know yourself accept yourself um then you become invulnerable to other people apart from obviously someone physically grabbing you and abducting you or doing something um the rest of it is emotional, psychological, which is about your capa- <clears throat> your capacity um, to not be manipulated or not be controlled. Okay. Um, well, thank you, everyone. i have better go and see um, how my little puppy is um, and let him out.
0: What's his name?
2: Guess. Sandra. Oh, Sandra <laughs> Rebel. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was after it was after I thought like, the thing through rebellion. And, and, and I didn't see it at first. And I was saying something I want like like a strong name. And I go, oh Ribble. Yeah.
1: So you've got to bring him.
2: Yeah.
1: Or you've got to introduce him to us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll um well, yeah, we we get, yeah. Um I don't know if he's awake now. But um, yeah, maybe uh, next week. All right, guys. um, Yeah. um, Okay, I'll bring them along to add to the discussion. Okay. um, All right. So I'll have a think about topics if anyone's got any ideas for the future. I am thinking about working because it's difficult going from like an established group with new people coming in of being like last week was for a catch up. Um, so we need to think about that. Um. Anyway, I'll probably send something out in a week, but if you've got any ideas of topics, then let me know. Okay. I have a, Good week and see you next week.
4: Thanks, see you. Hey,
2: bye Bye. Bye bye.